Brad and Glenda Pius. Thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Nekrutman. My name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. On the last Morning Drive Bible episode, David, before the great holiday of Rosh Hashanah, which is coming up this Monday, Tuesday. But Scott, it is the last day of the Jewish year. Sunday will be the last day of the Jewish year. That's right. So I just want to wish you a happy new year, Scott. And I'm going to wish you a Shana Tova, which means a good new year, which is even more than happy. Happy is an emotion, but good means it's good in every single possible way. That's why in Hebrew, we say Shana Tova, and I know you meant that as well. Of course I meant that, but I'm trying to translate for our audience. So they know that Shana Tova usually is a happy new year greeting, but it's not a happy new year like New Year's Eve. We're not out there partying, drinking, or anything like that, which seems to be the cultural thing to do on New Year's. This is about putting our mindset into accepting God's sovereignty in our lives. And David, it's good you said that, I think, because our listeners may not know this, but Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year. That's how people translate it. The Hebrew word simply means the head of the year, the beginning of the year, and that's for Jews and non-Jews alike. It's the New Year for everybody. This holiday is not exclusive to the Jewish people. We believe that as the Jewish people, we are God's witnesses. We have to proclaim his kingship, but proclaiming his kingship on behalf of the whole world. And we do that with one of the mandates that's stated in Leviticus to blow the shofar. When you hear the shofar, David, what do you think of? What's the thought that goes through your head? There are two thoughts. There's the memory of what we talked about in the previous podcast about the sacrifice of Isaac and what happened during that episode and what it took for Abraham to be steadfast in his faith. And that becomes the foundation of the Jewish people to maintain their faith in persecution. And the second thing is hope. We know in Isaiah chapter 27, 13, it says, it shall come to pass on that day that a great shofar will be blown. This is the direction of where we're heading with the nations, with the world, that one day, messianic age will become fully revealed to all. You know, David, in our prayers on Rosh Hashanah, we have a blessing called Shofarot, the blessing of shofars, said only on Rosh Hashanah. And it evokes these same ideas of memory and hope. Memory primarily, not even so much of Akedat Yitzchak, the sacrifice of Isaac, we say that elsewhere, but memory of the giving of the Torah, which was accompanied by the sound of the shofar. And the hope is expressed as you just said in the verse from Isaiah, in the messianic future. And the same idea of the universality and particular nature of Rosh Hashanah is reflected in both of these ideas. Looking back at the sacrifice of Isaac, that's Abraham and a specific family. Looking back at the giving of the Torah, the giving of the Torah was to a specific people, the Jewish people in the desert. However, the hope for the future, the hope of that day when God will blow upon the great shofar, that's a hope for all of mankind, which expresses and reflects what we're talking about. The Jewish people have a specific mission, a mission to keep God's commandments and be God's representatives in this world. But the goal is not for us, the goal is for everybody, so that by the end of time and in the end times, we will be able to have the whole world join us in worshiping God. And I think we have a certain honor in serving this calling that as the Jewish people, we teach the word of God from Zion to the nations. And this is not easy, and maybe one day we'll actually address this in a podcast how the Jewish people 
right now are mandated to be aligned onto the nations, but it's not just technological advancements. It's also providing a Jewish approach to Scripture to the nations and understanding what God's revelation is over thousands of years and engaging in God's Word. And we have this great opportunity with Morning Dry Bible to be in partnership with our Christian brothers and sisters out there wishing to understand Scripture from a Jewish approach. That's why, David, even though I never really said this to you before, but the most meaningful moment in every Morning Drive Bible for me, and I mean this quite seriously, is at the end of every episode when you conclude with blessings from Jerusalem. And by saying blessings from Jerusalem, it's actually very, very serious. This is a chance for us to send out our bracha, our blessing, hopefully our teaching as well, to all the people who are listening, whether they're in Israel, whether they're in the diaspora. This is a chance to teach Torah out of Jerusalem, let it spread into the world using new technology. Exactly. So I want to wish our listeners, both Jewish and Gentile, a happy new year, but a good new year, as Scott said, that everything in your life should be of the goodness of God. I am David Nekrutman. I am Scott Kahn. Blessings from Jerusalem.